0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello welcome to this very special episode of the EM360 podcast, where we're celebrating the launch of our new website by meeting the leaders behind the screen. I am Matt Harris, editor at EM360, and today I'm joined by our CEO, Michael Lodge, and our head of ops, Ripon Deb. Guys, welcome to the show. Hey, Matt.
1: Nice hey, to see Matt. you again in the office. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so first off, Michael, could you tell us a little bit about the big changes to the EM360 website and why you chose to make them? Sure. I think uh, to uh, maybe explain about the big changes, I
1: need to tell you where we started out from uh, and that will give you an idea of where we're going. Okay. So, uh, in 2009, uh, uh, when uh, the, the, the financial crisis was happening, we had the bright idea of launching a magazine, Enterprise Management 360. Um, and the magazine uh, was designed to uh, 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 land on the list of IT directors, CEOs, CIOs across Fortune, primarily at that time, Fortune 5000 companies, because obviously printing was very expensive. So we couldn't distribute it to everyone. So we had to be very selective in terms of who we wanted to, uh, uh, who we wanted uh, the, the, the the this uh, high quality magazine to, to be in front of, and and the content in the magazine was written primarily by some of our analyst partners that we're already we currently working with. So people like John Arnold very much was writing and contributing, uh, to to that magazine. Um. We also did podcasts, Matt, back in those days. So uh, whilst we did the podcast, we uh, had a very simple website. So yes, the podcast was uploaded on the website, but the focus was the magazine. So we used to transcribe the entire podcast into a three-page, four-page uh, feature uh, as a Q&A, right? Uh, so it was a, a, a written uh, format. You open up the magazine, podcast transcripts are there. and uh, 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 we, we In between these podcasts, we, we had uh, clients, SAP, IBM, uh, placing single page, double page ads. And that was the, that was the model. Throughout the course of uh, uh, EM3CC's life cycle, we've transitioned, so we stopped producing magazines now, or, or many years ago we stopped producing magazines, and we uh, uh, digitized everything. So everything went online, uh, we reduced our costs in terms of printing distribution of these magazines because they used to go out by name job title basis via fedex it was very very expensive so we have reduced that and instead we've put that investment into our website uh designing the website continually evolving the website and uh where uh, uh, uh you know three four years ago where the website was very much a purely a content-based platform today what we're seeing or where we are now is a complete revamp of the website where we are not just a content platform, uh, where we're producing great quality podcasts, which you're you're doing uh, many of of them, uh, but where our partners, uh, our analyst partners, uh, John Arnold, Susan Walsh, Brad Laporte, uh, Rich Steinen, can also contribute uh, written content as well as podcasts. But more importantly, We're building a community, right? A community of like-minded individuals, uh, IT business individuals within global fortune companies across all verticals, uh, where they can uh, uh, communicate, where they can engage with one another, uh, and bounce ideas off one another. So uh, it's a. I I don't want to use the word a social platform uh, because it's not. It's not. We don't want to go down that route. But it's a, uh, a, a platform of, uh, or a community of like-minded individuals in a secure environment, sharing ideas, sh- sharing thoughts in terms of how IT, how IT is uh, moving businesses forward, right? So the M360 is designed uh, to allow IT and business leaders to have an open dialogue in a secure environment, uh, share content with one another, ask questions of one another, and uh, ensure that uh, the uh, content is specific to how IT and business go hand in hand. So we're, we're cutting out all the uh, nonsense about, you know, uh, you know, I lost my job, for example, or my cat recently died. It's very focused on uh, key topics within the uh, IT environment or enterprise environment from cybersecurity to AI to data management, uh, enterprise collaboration, everything that's driving businesses forward from an IT perspective, Mm -hmm. okay? And the great thing is, because of the analyst partners that we have, and the analyst relationships that we have within the enterprise, our community can actually reach out to these analysts and ask questions of them, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, In a a very secure manner, Uh, and hopefully, what that will do is uh, uh, encourage people to use EM, EM360, not just to upload content, but to uh, 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 create relationships that matter, that
0: work, that are beneficial for all parties. Mm. Yeah, well said. So you want to you know build that community. You want to sort of get people engaging in that conversation. Uh, Ripon, from, from the sort of technical standpoint of the website, how did you design em 360 techcom in such a way that you know encourages that conversation and thought leadership well i think michael covered quite a bit of that um but i'll, I'll go into
2: a bit more detail in terms of uh, one of the scopes that we had when we initially planned this particular website so obviously we had the audience there right so we had people come to our website one of the key factors is how do we get those individuals to have, start having conversations with other right? Um, how do we start getting these individuals, like Michael said, communicating with our advisory board, getting information, getting advice, and so forth? We've got great podcasts. How do we get individuals to comment on those podcasts? Great content. How do we get individuals to comment on uh, uh, on those and give their opinions on those uh, pieces of content? So that was the key focus here. Um, so obviously, we identified that individuals, like in any business, there's tiers, right? We get individuals in the IT sector that are Uh, mid to high tiers right and we wanted to be in a position where we can portray that on our platform so we essentially put a three tier system so starting with new contributors uh, going up to rising star and then we go into our top tiers which is expert so when you get enough points there might be a possibility to also do some podcasts with us and we might be able to be in a position where we can upgrade you to a guru status at guru status will open up a lot more for you as an individual. So obviously the guru status is, is, um, is essentially our advisory board, experts in the industry. Obviously the community want to be in that position where they want to reach that expert level. So they can start giving advice, opens up a lot more in terms of uh, what type of content they put on our platform. And all of this stems down to a very uh, thought out point system. So we didn't want to take the uh, same typical approach as most organisations. So if you go into something like LinkedIn, everyone's in a level playing field, which is brilliant to see. But we know our audience, right? We know that they want to be in a position where they want to talk to experts here, right? The community wants to talk to their peers. So we were, we created this tier system and we based it around a pointing system, a point system. So effectively, the point system, every time you contribute, you get a set amount of points, and the more you contribute to a particular site, the more points you get. When you reach a certain level, you'll go up that
0: particular ladder, mm. until the point you get to expert. Yeah. So how has that point system you know, been designed to you know, keep people on the website and keep them motivated to keep posting? That was a, a major factor for us in choosing this. Um, one of the key
2: elements, as with any particular website, we know what happens. You get loads of individuals that come to these websites, they, they essentially view uh, the pages and they essentially take the information that uh, they get and then they move on to the next website and so forth. We didn't want that, right? We want people to start contributing. So when they see an article, why not leave a comment, there, right? Leave a particular comment that others can also comment on and then you can build that a, a, a sort of a, a nice structure of information as valuable to other users on our, on our platform. From day one, We really wanted to start encouraging people to contribute
1: data and the point system's ideal for that. Can I just add to that? I I think, I think, uh, just adding from what Ripon said, I think it's important. And I I don't, you know, the, the website's not designed as a gamification platform, right? It's not designed as that. It's not designed for that purpose. It's designed to encourage users to upload quality content, content that their peers can digest, right? Like-minded individuals can digest and can relate to and be rewarded for that content, right? Um, they've taken their time to write that content. They've put their expertise on that content. And it's important that uh, they are recognized for submitting a great piece of content uh, and at the same time has been recognized whilst earning these points to reach guru status, that once they reach guru status, that they'll paid for that content, right? And uh, I, I, you know, if, if if users are engaging in a content that's written by one of the community members, right, uh, then it's only fair uh, that that member is rewarded accordingly, okay? And, and throughout their life cycle, as they uh, upload more content, better content, then of course,
0: Yeah, and of course, I think a a key sort of thing to remember as well is these aren't just, you know, regular users, these are very well known tech experts, many of whom you've been working with for, you know, over a decade. Um, Obviously, you're no stranger to building that audience and keeping them there. So what would you say is maybe, you know, one of the ways in which other websites don't get that exactly right and how do we differ from that? Yeah, good point. Uh, Many, many, many
1: years ago, I joined LinkedIn, right? Many years ago. I think I I I was probably one of the first members of LinkedIn, right? Uh, When it launched. I thought it was great. I thought this this is just, you know, I was starting out in my uh, professional career, right? And uh, I wanted to network with business people. I wanted to share thoughts, ideas. uh, And I thought it was a great platform. I thought it was amazing. Uh, I think... uh, LinkedIn has evolved. It's ext- still a great platform. I think it's amazing. But I think where a lot of platforms get it wrong is they've designed it with the advertiser in mind as opposed to the user, end user in mind, right? So for us, or you know, when we when I when when we uh, were developing em three hundred and sixty, it was always content first for us. It was always a matter of making sure that users, right, gained value, gained insight, gained uh, expertise from the content. I and mean, that, that's what we want, I, I, that's in our DNA, right? I don't want uh, us to change that, uh, uh, th- those values. We're, you know, a content-first platform. And that content-first pl- uh, uh, platform is uh, written and it's created with the end user in mind. Everything else comes secondary. Yes, we're a commercial company, absolutely. Yes, we want to uh, drive revenue, absolutely, right? But the content has to come first, the end users have to come first, and if we get those two things right, then the commercial side, like any commercial company, uh, the revenues will happen. And our revenue, if you look at the website, Matt, there are no banner ads on the website, Right, that spoils the user experience. Right, we wanted to ensure that everything about the website was about quality content. Mm-hmm. So forget banners, forget you know silly posts. All, all this is, has been eliminated, and all we want to focus on creating good content, quality content, reaching the right audience at the right time,
0: and giving them the ammunition, the information they need to take their businesses forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really sort of commendable philosophy to have especially in, you know today's day and age uh ripon from from more of a cx new x perspective how have you developed the signing up process how have you developed the content posting process with that content first idea in mind uh i, I believe mike was touched upon uh,
2: uh, one of the key aspects of it we didn't want to be in a position where we present advertising to our end users and i think for most sites like LinkedIn and so forth, advertising does work. The advertising model itself works in terms of monetizing and so forth. But from our perspective, we always had a website where it's clean of advertising material. We didn't want to be in a position where end users come to a site, they're looking for particular content and get thrown up. Oh, this is available X, Y and Z. So we, we moved away from that particular model. One of the key aspects of what I see as a very good site is essentially a clean design right? So from our website, when you go to it right now, very clean, well laid out in terms of UI. Very easy to get content from our site Um, if you're looking for something specific. uh, Obviously from one of our key selling points is our podcast and our content. So that had to be forefront right there in in the homepage. Podcast, huge. So it's right there, at, right at the top, and working with a huge number of our vendors. Very key elements of what we do is there on the homepage in terms of trending content. Trending content will be a big element going forward. So users will be able to select what they're interested in, what sections they're interested in, what type of content they're interested in, and that will be reflected in the trending content section. In terms of our sign up process, I think our sign up process is one that we've worked on quite a bit. Um, We wanted the website to be free of users that are wasting time, right? Most websites, you get comments, inappropriate comments and so forth. We didn't want any of that on our website. So we worked really hard uh, to find a system that works for us. We could have used authentication methods such as Google and so forth, but we landed with LinkedIn because that's what we believe uh, a lot of our users will essentially resonate with. So let LinkedIn do all of the hard work They put a lot of effort in on their platform to ensure that they don't get um, uh, bad actors signing up and so forth. And we want to leverage that, right? So anyone that comes to our website is a genuine user. So at the moment, we're only allowing LinkedIn logins, right? But that doesn't mean it's connected to LinkedIn. You essentially go in and create your own profile on our website. And the profile is quite critical as well. So I believe that if you're going to, taking the time to create co- great content on our website, that content should be attributed to you and your profile should be able to present you to other users as well. So we've worked quite a lot in getting that user profile sorted out. I think it's really good. It presents the end user quite well um, in terms of sign up. Oh, we've also worked on other aspects such as sign up with LinkedIn. We, One of the key aspects of what we wanted to do is basically ensure that the end user doesn't spend a lot of time trying to sign up. I've had so many different platforms where we signed up and the the sign-up process took a long time, right? This LinkedIn um, authentication allowed us to have an instant sign-in process with very minimal fuss. We've timed it. We've timed it roughly around 13 seconds to sign up as opposed to other platforms, which is roughly around 38 seconds. So from our perspective, uh, that will help a lot in terms of driving individual users to our website and in the experience of users coming to our website as well.
0: Yeah, well said, Ripple. And, and Michael, I think it's quite admirable that you know after two decades of EM three hundred and sixty, you're still still finding ways to you know be at the forefront of what the tech community needs and wants. My final question for you as a business owner would be, you know, what is your one personal secret to success, and how do you kind of use that to drive EM three hundred and sixty forward?
1: Yeah, I I, I don't uh, I don't think there's necessarily just one. Secret to success and success can be measured in so many different variables, right? Uh, if you're asking me what is the secret to what we've done here and, 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 and the success of EM360, I would say the following I would say, or uh, in any industry, I would say, be passionate about what you do, right? Obviously, if there's no passion, right, you're not going to commit to anything, right? You need to be passionate about something and and, and that passion is what drives you. But more importantly, or maybe just as importantly as passion, is surround yourselves w- or uh, with people that are just as passionate about you, about what you're trying to achieve and what you're you know collectively you can achieve, right? So I've been very fortunate at EM360, uh, whilst we're a small company, uh, focusing on one core topic area, which is enterprise IT, we've been very lucky in terms of Having people around us, uh, and certainly uh, I've surrounded myself uh, with people like Joe in the US, who's been with us uh, for 11, 12 years, uh, David, uh, our head of uh, sales in the UK, who's been with us for 10 years. That's the, it's These people that drive uh, 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 and can determine the success of an organization and a company, right? So be passionate about what you do, absolutely. And make sure you surround yourself with people that are just as passionate about what they do within their respective fields. So, we're very lucky to have people like you, Matt, passionate about journalism and uh, creating great content. We're very lucky to have people like uh, uh, Ripon, who's passionate about building and creating great platforms. Uh, we're very lucky to have people like uh, Aditya. And, our marketing team and Jono and, and so on. So we're very lucky uh, to, to surround ourselves with people that are passionate about what they do because that is ultimately how you're gonna get to an area where you can say,
0: okay, I've, I've achieved some sort of form of success. Well said. Michael Rippon, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. <clears throat> and thank you to you for tuning in as well. Remember, our new site is live right now and it takes just 13 seconds to make an account. So if any of this did interest you, then join em360tech.com and start your content publishing journey today.